Traditions in the Great Outdoors. Welcome to Ozark Traditions TV Podcast, a place where outdoor topics are discussed. Now sit back as today's host brings you the outdoors inside. Ozark Traditions in the Great Outdoors. All right, guys, welcome back to another Ozark Traditions TV Podcast. I'm TJ. I'm here with Matt and Justin like every day or every once a week anyways. Uh, guys, we got to talk about it. We're Missouri guys. We're homegrown right here in the state of Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri is not a far drive from our house. And boys, it's about three hours. I don't care if you're a football fan. And this is an outdoor hunting, fishing podcast, but come on now. Hey, they play football outside. This past football game this past weekend, people, has got to be the best football game I've ever watched. In my- and I'm saying that because the Chiefs won. But if you didn't know. If you didn't know, they won it. They had 13 seconds left, and they went down, kicked field goal, won in overtime. It was the best thing in the world. They're one game away from the Super Bowl, two Super Bowls in a row. It's three Super Bowls. In Maybe. A row. We ain't there yet. We got to get through Joey B and the sunglasses. But uh, it was exciting times here for us Chiefs fans. So shout out to all the Bills fans, guys. Hell of a game. It was a great time. They were a classy bunch. They really are. You know, they're not like the Raiders fans. <laughs> right. It was the Broncos fans. I, yeah. <sighs> Ain't no excuse for taste that bad. No. There I said it. But it was a good, good weekend of football. There was no blowouts. I think that was good. It makes it kind of boring to watch when you get the blowouts. You know, you don't right. want you right. know, Like the first week, which, you know, me and Matt may have to start a sports podcast just so we can dig deep into this stuff. But it was a good time over the weekend. We had a good time watching the football. I did a little bit of duck hunting. I really, I did. Uh, you know, I saw that. Uh, what you killed a two man limit, wasn't that right? Yep. We uh, up at Truman, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'll tell you where I was at. We was at Palm the Terre Lake. Now, now, wait a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong. It closes what Sunday or Monday? Monday. Monday. This is the last weekend, so of course it's supposed to warm up. So that's always good for duck hunting. I mean, yeah, that should help push more birds, right? No, they're about gone. Anyway. Which I figure, I, I was getting ready to say, I figure they're pretty well pushed. I saw a kayak in the back of your truck and a bunch <laughs> of duck decoys, and I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I went this morning. I didn't have to work today. Um, yeah, I figured as much when it was nine when I got up. But uh, where's that dog riding that kayak? No. Oh, no, you leave him at the house. No. I got a big old tarp in the back seat, and he rides in the back seat. Of the kayak? Oh, he rides in between my legs. Oh, my Lord. You should have took a picture of that. Yeah, I should have. Because I was like, well, he must just left Tank at home. No, no. He just got this little bitty kayak shoved in the back of his pickup. About uh, 40, 11,000 decoys. Here's what I do. And and Matt knows my dog. He's been with him. His name's Tank for a reason. He's not a small. Yeah, because he's one of them little bitty labradors. Yeah, he's a pretty good size guy. Well, what I do is my decoys are in a bag and they float. So I just clip them on the back of the oh, kayak. Oh, and you just drag them? I put, yep, and I've got the straps and I slide my shotgun down inside the kayak and I got my shells and tank jumps up and sits in my lap. Now, what, granted, where I'm hunting, all I had to do is cross the cove. And it was a little bitty, it was probably 60, 70 yards wide. But I had to get to the other side. All the birds was wanting to work the other side. So anybody would have seen me out there, which I killed my limit this morning. I killed... Well, no, I was two birds. I killed my limit of mallards this morning. Okay. And for some reason, I didn't take no pictures, and I don't know. I was Here was my question. I don't know if anybody caught this earlier. When I was getting in my truck this morning, it was nine degrees. I caught it. I was up. I was and, up. <laughs> and this guy's out there in a kayak <laughs> paddling around in the lake. Hey, when you're eat up with it, you're eat up with it. You're eat up with something. I'll tell you that for free. The good thing is, is I wore a life jacket. Well... Because my, he did really good. This is our this is our maiden voyage. And the guy, yeah, because I'm talking one. Well, and like I said, people, if you're on my Facebook, you've seen pictures of him. But Tank's, I'd say right now he's getting scary close to 100 pounds. Yeah. Cause I'm I, he's, looking. He's slimmed down a little bit since I've started hunting him this year. But he's not, it's not like I had a chihuahua I was paddling across right, the Right, yeah, that's but, what I'm thinking. I like to see a picture of that. Well, here's the deal. I got there. And I, well, where I was, the wind was way wrong, so I had to go to the other side of the cove. And I thought, well, I know he'd swim. Like, if I just took off, he'd swim and follow me. And it was like 60 yards. And I thought, no, I can't do that to him. You know, he's my buddy. I ain't going to make him 
swim across Which the lake. Which is stupid because I've shot ducks and he swim 100 yards out there and get them, bring them back. It's no different. But I was like, I, I think he'll be all right. So, and I got to sit inside kayak. And this thing's actually a lot more stable than you think they are. And I didn't get in no hurry now. Like, we, we eased across. See, all right. So, here's where I'm at. When you put that Labrador in there. Yeah. So, now you're getting close to, like, the me in a kayak weight rating. See? Well, yeah. Cause and I'm you get- got to be a little more careful when you get them bad <laughs> yeah. boys loaded up like that. Yeah. Now, see, I had to sit on top kayaks, no, which I, I would not mm-hmm. recommend. No, them, not Personally, unless it's summertime and you can swim real good. That's about the only I'm time. A, I'm a, well, I, see, I float. That's the idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. that helps me. But nine degrees, Labrador, I'm out. No, it was cold this morning, guys. I uh, You got a boat, right? Yeah. I was a little confused. Well, I, I, I was like, myself, well. I was like, I'm not dragging that boat all. Uh, guys, I do. I've got a, a, a 20-foot John boat with a 75-horse Merc on it. Like, right. Set, That's, set up for duck is this the, Is that the one here in the pictures? Yeah, probably. I would imagine. I, I'm creeping on your page because I don't. I, you was talking about ducks, and I had to go look because I hadn't seen that. Of it. I didn't and post uh, nothing today. I didn't take any pictures today. I don't know. Well, when this I, was from this was from the 25th, and there's a whole slew of ducks on the on the nose of that boat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was. Oh, that was from last. That was. Uh, was it me and Justin Swadley yeah. had some geese up there? Yeah. Now, guys, that oh, was okay. Yeah, I see that. That My was bad. last year. That was the last day of the season last, or maybe been two years ago. Guys, that was the 19. best day of duck hunting I've had in a long time. We got up there. There was a five of us. It was a five-man limit. We got there, and my we that was actually a buddy of mine's boat. We got to the boat ramp, and my steering cables froze up on my old boat, and it would not turn. It yeah. would not break loose. And I'm like, man, what are we going to do? We drove all the way down here. We can't even get going nowhere. Didn't and forgot the dang kayak. God, the, yeah. This kid I went to school with comes pulling in, and I didn't know it was him. And he's backing in, and he's he comes over there, and he sees we had trouble. Then we realized who each other were. Well, he was hunting by himself, and he had a tiller arm jet on that boat. And he's like, what are you guys doing? I was like, well, he's going to hunt. But I was like, I can't get this thing unthawed. I don't know what we're going to do. I guess we'll just take the – I had a trolling motor on it because it was my old boat, my bass boat. And he's like, well, why don't you guys just jump in with me? And I'm like, all right. He's like, well, I'm going by myself, you know. And I was like, all right, so – we went over there, and, and the craziest deal was we'd have been racing each other for the spot because we was both going to the same spot. And I'm like, well, where were you going to hunt at? And he, he asked me, and I said, oh, you know, right over here at this point by Wheatland Flats. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. He said, well, that's where I was going. He said, you'd have beat me there if your boat would have been. I said, well, yeah, I mean, I know how to get here early enough to be. Yeah, we'd, we'd done it before. Right. And he's like, well, let's go over there. And we went over there, and it was just like you couldn't do no wrong that day. It was it would have been a good day to have a video camera. That was before my filming time. Speaking but. of video cameras, I'm thinking you bust the kayak back out. Maybe I'll get my boat and I'll follow you around and film, film you. Yeah. But I'm going to be in a yeah. boat. Right. Matt, Matt can, Matt can See, come Matt's with me. Got a, Matt's got a boat, a kayak. It's blue. Yeah, 20, 20 foot. 20 foot long, and it's got a 115 well, horse mark on it. Why don't we just... Why don't we just put about five GoPros on him, strap him to his body so he don't drop him in the water. Oh, yeah. Right? And push him across there. Me yeah. and GoPros and Palm de Terre Lake. Have, are, the Palm de Terre's got me. It's Palmy 1, TJ 0 on the GoPros. But, no, today was, it was cold. I killed some birds. They wasn't crazy. I didn't see a whole bunch. I mean, I hunted until 10 o'clock to kill four mallards. It was it was definitely. T- I seen a ton of geese, but they just didn't. I was in the back of the cove. I saw the. I saw the the goose decoys. Yeah, <laughs> you know why. You know those. why they didn't work. The geese because I got Fred. That's right. It is. I got Fred in the shop. Anybody who wants to know who Fred is, <laughs> and I'm ashamed to say this, but I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> when I was probably 16, well, I had been 16 or 17. I was. We was. I was driving, so I know I was old enough to drive. We were driving through this neighborhood late at night, and there was these, you know, people will put the fake... The Lawn decoy, ornaments. Yeah. Well, I was like, man, I'd like to have one of them, or I wanted a bunch of them, of them, you know, them field body, them goose decoys. Well, my buddy Dan's like, well, I'll get you one. I was like, all right. And we're driving around, and he goes, stop, stop, stop. And I didn't know what he's doing. I just stopped. I was like, what? And he jumps out, and he runs over and grabs this thing out of the sky's yard, throws it in my truck, and... He's like, get out of here, get out of here. Because I, I thought the guy was chasing us. He wasn't. It was, And then we got to looking at it, and it had been, like, burnt from leaf fire and stuff. I had to repaint it. 
but we've called him Fred, and it seems like every time I hunt with that thing, we always kill some geese, and that's what Matt, it's in his shop for some reason. I guess we must have been goose hunting or something. Well, yeah, I don't know how it got there, but Fred's in the shop. It's like if you don't take Fred, you don't never kill any geese. Right. And I haven't had it. And, and Fred doesn't look like any of the other decoys. He's no. not what I would call super realistic. No, it's an old. <laughs> looks well, like, like a said, yard ornament. He was in a leaf fire. Like when we got him and got him back to the shop, turned the light on. I mean, this thing's melted on one side and it's been, it's black. And uh, so I painted it back. It was, it's a, so if, if anybody, now this was a while back. So I apologize if this was your goose decoy. Contact us. But if it makes you feel any we'll better, he's brought one. us some good luck. Over the years and killed a lot of geese over top of him. So, but yeah, the duck season, we got about four or five days left and that's it, man. It's, it's crazy that I didn't have much for good hunts this year. It just didn't get cold enough quick enough, you know, and now it's gotten cold enough, but the birds have all just left. I mean, I probably seen three, 400 ducks today, which if you would say that'd be a lot, but it's not, I mean, the day that I killed all them ducks, Last weekend, I bet we seen two, three thousand birds on Palmy where we were hunting at. I, I've seen a lot of geese flying north. The maybe. geese, the geese of uh, the most of the snows are down south by now. I mean, I know there's still a lot up around Kansas City. Austin's working up there, and he said there's a ton of them up there. But a lot of the snow geese, which that's what we keep saying, and we got that coming up here pretty quick. Like, so that'll be next thing to talk about. Uh, there's only a couple seasons left, and one of them we're going to talk about here because uh, I seen Justin dabbled in one of them here recently. But the rabbit season runs till February fifteenth, something. I, I, yeah, yeah, I believe so. And I seen Justin small, ga- small game season. I yeah, I seen Justin was out shooting him with your bow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You ever try, you no, ever tried it? I've shot a couple with my bow, but I've never like went rabbit hunting for him. I ain't never shot one well, in the boat. Let's put it to you this way. I can kill a freaking rabbit, but I can't kill a deer. Well, that's so, what I was going to say. I was going to say, now, wait a minute now. <laughs> you can't hit a 200-pound deer, but you can shoot that rabbit. I'm and telling it's, you. It's all about the nerves, man. It's the strangest thing I've ever come out with that way. It just, I don't know. It's just uh, the nerves, man. You get the buck So, fever. what was your, I guess, all right, so I've set up. I've, what, done what, a, I've done a fair amount of rabbit hunting. Yeah. Uh, when I get real lucky, my buddy Big Dave, he takes me. He don't call me no more, though. Big Dave, if you're listening. Me neither. He was the best man at my wedding, and now I don't talk to him. Yeah. He's too good for me. If I, if I get married again, you can be my, my best man, but you got to take me rabbit hunting. But right. anyways, uh, what what was your setup? Like, what how, well, your method? I'm assuming you weren't stomping brush piles and shooting them on the run. If you were, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's Fred Bear. Oh, stuff. yeah, I was. I was Chuck Adams and all day long. Right. So you was running dogs. You shooting them in front of <laughs> in front of trial dogs. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. No, I uh I've got a little piece of property right next to my house within walking distance, like hundred yards. And there used to be an old house on it and it it's a perfect spot for whatever, you know. And and rabbits have just took it over and I just got bored sitting around the house. I thought, you know what? I ain't shot my bow in a while, and I've been kind of wanting to shoot some rabbits anyway, so I just went out there and trompled around. And My setup isn't great, It's uh, and I don't recommend it. It's a 62-pound PSE with a 27-inch arrow and a B3 Destruct blade that uh, really wreaks havoc on a rabbit. Yeah. I didn't know if he was using like those. They call them Juno points or the yeah the Judo points or like flu flu arrows or something like that. I didn't know. To be to be perfectly honest with you, I never thought I would even hit a rabbit. Right. So you're just out there smoking carbon arrows into the rocks. Yeah. (laughs) That's and that's honestly that's what I'd have done too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I call that my beater arrow. It's a it's a brand new arrow by Deer Crossing Archery. And it's just a three blade, and I put, uh, I always carry it with me in case a groundhog or armadillo or raccoon comes up while I'm deer hunting. Right. And because I don't want to lose a good broadhead, and I like them broadheads, but that's the only one I got, and it does wonders on critters. And uh, so I use it all the time, and it's got a lighted knock on it so I can find it. 
and uh, so that's that's pretty much my setup but that's what i use and i don't recommend it but well hey, I, and you know there's a lot of options for the small game deal you know with, yeah you know they make all kind of hunter different points for I, it and like you said they I make probably flew flu arrows right right which i don't know yeah, how them I, would work through a compound bow i mean i know they would they work they, they'll work they'll work for that i mean you you ain't gonna shoot no 60 yards or 40 no, yards right. i mean if you're really lucky you can my my longest shot and the only reason why i got this long a shot was 20 yards and that's because the rabbit ran out in an opening where i could shoot that far yeah other well, than that I should uh, 12 and a half yards. Well, and I think the flu flu, the whole point of them is like shooting things that are flying. Right. So your arrow only goes so yeah. far and then it stops. So, but I, w- I will tell you this. It was fun. It was funner. Oh, I bet. Uh, anything different. And yeah. you know, like I said, oh, the, yeah. the deer I'm, season's wrapped up. We got, we got a new deal coming up, which TJ hasn't got to see it yet. This is kind of an exclusive insider deal, uh-huh. but uh, our good buddy Matt Smith and Scott Luthy, back in the day, were shooting frogs with their bows. Yeah. And yep. Ma- and Matt burnt me off a DVD. Well, he burnt us both off one, but I got both the duck hunting ones and you got both the <laughs> right. frog. So he burnt us off a, 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 a frog hunting show and a duck hunting show, mm-hmm. and somehow they got mixed up and I got both the frog ones. But anyways, I watched it with my boys this last weekend uh saturday morning i think it was and that looks like it would be an absolute blast well i mean that's our plan for this summer is to definitely do that we were planning on doing some yeah shooting frogs with our bow yeah yeah i'm going uh i'm going squirrel hunting this weekend with my bow yeah me, I mean, I, I've I've shot squirrels with my bow multiple times, but yeah, I never have. I've never like went I've, out and hunted for them with it, right? But I've, deer season, I've threatened to. Oh man, when I was younger, I'd always keep squirrel arrow. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta have I that. Shot a, of course, when I was younger, my arrow, my quiver just looked like you walked out through the woods at the bow range and it was just picked because I didn't have money to buy nothing, so I'd piece together. It was bad. Man. Here's what you mean used to. Well, yeah. La- last last bow shoot we was at, he's like, "Oh, here's a good knock. Here's an insert. Hey, you think that thing's still straight?" I'm like, "Man, ain't no way I'm putting hey, that in one of my arrows." That's something we got to do. We all need to go two, shoot uh, the bow shoot down at Lebanon. Two, ye- when two is years. When is that? Should have already started. I, I need to get on and check that out. I think they've already started it because the chili shoots. Usually- Who was it? Was it Matt or Cody? We're talking about it the other day. Matt Sherman or Cody Massey was maybe? talking about the bow shoot. I think so. It's got to be like happening now. We need to go do it. It's maybe old. it was. I don't know. I don't know. You know where? Have you ever shot that one, Justin? I don't do bow shoot. I'm not that good. Well, neither do I. But yeah. It, see, if you didn't catch on to the hint when Matt was like, "Oh, there's a good arrow right there," we were off in the brush looking for our arrows and right. finding. Other and then people. we found parts. No. Yeah. No. It, it was not that. So. So while you was looking for your arrows, you guys were piecing uh, junkyard arrows yeah, together to have right. a good one in case you didn't find it. Like, I'm trying to find, like, a fold-up rake to take and make things a lot easier. <laughs> you know, as we're out there looking yeah. for stuff. Go, but, go to the Army Surplus store. You might be able to find one there. Yeah, like them fold-up shovels they yeah. got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Digging up knocks. I, I shot an armadillo two years ago with my bow, and I won't ever do that again. So, so here's my question for everybody out to that's listening now. Comment on our Facebook page and let us know what is the craziest thing you've ever shot with your bow. Mine would probably be a gray fox. I shot a gray fox one time. It was a weird deal. What do you got, Matt? I got a, qu- he, he's, I got he's a got, question. Huh? I got a question for you too, and Matt, if he wants to answer. What is your goal, not just deer, but animals killed, period, with a boa? What is your goal there? How many would you like to kill? How many? In Missouri. Missouri. Missouri-wise. Would you like to shoot a duck? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. You know what? Now that you just said that, I'm going to have to shoot some ducks with my bow. You know what I'm... 
I've shot geese. I've shot Canadian geese with my Canada geese. Canada. Boy, that aggravates people. Canadians are the people. Right. Canada's. Canada geese. I've shot I've shot a goose before. I haven't never shot a duck with my bow. Ain't that crazy? So now you're going to have to get a, a, a bow holder yeah, on your this. kayak. Yeah. I, probably, Stand I, got, I got some spots I can walk to. <laughs> <laughs> Jump shoot a bow. Yeah. That's what I'm Well, I, I have killed a lot of stuff on my bow. I've killed, like, matinee frogs, uh, rabbits, you know, piddle stuff. Like, I've never killed a squirrel with it and an elk or anything like that. But well, I was going to say, every, I've about I, killed my every... Goal, Go my goal is to kill every small animal I possibly can before I get where I can't pull a bow back. Uh, as far as Missouri goes... I've about shot everything <laughs> except for like, you know, the new species we're getting all of a sudden like bears and elk yeah. and mountain lions, all the legal stuff, not necessarily with my bow, but I've, I've definitely, some things probably not legal. I've shot, you know, I used to be, well, hell, yeah. I used to be hell on the woodpeckers and tweety birds <laughs> when I was little, but <laughs> yeah, I've, when you use about I've eight, killed a lot of, I've killed a lot of stuff with a rifle. That I probably never should have, but but just bow in general, though. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, that's bow. The bow hunting deal is just cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Matt said, a coyote, I mean, coyote would be an exciting deal to try to kill with your bow. I, I that'd be tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, what? I, what? I well, pro- probably my goal when we say killing a coyote with your bow. I know guys have done it out of their deer stands a lot. I'm talking about we're talking about coyote hunting, trying to call one to you and shooting it. Right. Because obviously, if you're up in a tree and one runs under, guys kill them out all I'm, the time. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I guess bucket list deal for me with a bow would be a big buck. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be yeah, cool? Yeah, you know what I mean? Would. Yeah, we're over here <laughs> acting like we've just. Yeah. You know, like a like a 160. You guys are wanting to shoot a chipmunk at 300 yards with your bow, and I'm just like, man, I'd like to kill about a 130 inch <laughs> whitetail. Be cool, man. I'll tell you right yeah. now, it's been two years now that I haven't filled a buck tag with my bow. Boys, that's some kind of record for me. Because well, yeah. Matt, no, no. So I well, hey, to, same here. I guess hey. I killed one in. But you know what? I'm not upset about it because. That just means it'll be bigger next year. Well, and all the deer made it this year. Except for one. Like I said, I found yep. one with the head cut off and stuff, and I don't know what it was. And I'm sure something will die. You know, a couple of them will die from natural causes or hit by cars. Or, But I think all my, what we like to call them in our parts of the country, units, right, made it through the year. So it, it ought to be. I mean, that don't mean I'm going to kill anything. I'll probably get all kinds of cool pictures of stuff next year. Because if you like, if you want a competition on getting pictures of bucks with your trail cameras, I'd be hard to beat. He's like the Fred oh, Bear of trail cameras. Like I, yeah. I, me and Matt will check cameras, and we'll look at Matt's pictures, and he's like, "Oh man, I had a buck walk through the other day. Look right here." And then we'll check my cameras, and there's like twenty five of them standing there. But I can't kill them. I mean, I got the same kill ratio that Matt does. <laughs> but you got the pictures. But I man. got the pictures. You know, so they're good. They're good talking pieces is what they are. Well, I mean, I whip my phone out and say, boy, look at that. You know, look right there. Look at that great biggin. Have you ever seen him? No, I've never seen him, but there he is. I've got a picture <laughs> of him. Yeah. Now, something yeah. pretty cool this week is my dad found a set of sheds and... A nice looking set of sheds. If you... I know this deer. Uh-oh. If you watch those are Traditions TV, uh, my episode where I kill my buck this year... With your rifle? Right. He's squaring up to fight another buck. Those are his sheds. Nice. So that's that's kind of cool. Uh, so if you are you going to let this year? Are you going to let? Are you going to let all the followers on Ozark Traditions TV look at them? The sheds. Yeah. Well, I reckon I could. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like my big coon picture. I didn't even post that on there, man, because I just don't want everybody being jealous of me. You know. Man, that, that thing was big. That was big, wasn't it? Yeah. What is big as an old cool. boy's possum, but it was big. <laughs> well, I think it weighed that more than a possum, but my picture That would have been a skills. cool bow shoot right there. What's that, that, that coon? Yeah. Buddy, I'd be like bow hunting a grizzly bear. That thing big. I don't know if I'm going to tangle yeah. with him. You're going to want to give him two. <laughs> right. You'd, have to, you'd have to get TJ's crossbow after him. Right. Yeah, that's Drake's. Don't even talk like that. He'd get mad at you. 
<laughs> we won't tell him. You're safe for now. He got mad at me this morning because he had to go to school and I went duck hunting. He come home, seen all the stuff in the back of my truck. He comes in there and kicks the door open, you know, like white Earp. He's like, Dad. I said, what? I'm taking a nap on the couch. Like, got up early. I said, what? And he's like, did you go duck hunting without me? I was like, what? And he goes, you got stuff in the back of your truck. You go duck hunting without me? I was like, yeah. And he's like, why? And I was like, well, I want to, you know, I had a day off. I'm going. We only got a couple days left. Well, you could have waited for me. We could have went when I got out of school. He doesn't understand, you know, ducks. Yeah, hunt them in the morning. Kind of morning deal there, yeah. And uh, he was all pissed off at me. And I was like, hey, we'll go this week. It's supposed to be nice this weekend, so I'll take him. You know, we probably ain't. I ain't going to say we're not going to kill anything. See, when it gets hot like that, you just got to find a feed which I did today, a little one. There's probably 40, 50 birds in there. And uh, you'll shoot them right there at daylight. About 10 o'clock, you're done. You're headed home. I mean, it's just... Well, you're headed to get breakfast anyway. Right, yeah, headed to the biscuits and gravy. Right. See, that's what people don't realize about the duck hunting stuff, man. The duck hunting is fine. But, boy, like, it never fails. Like, when you get done, you're going to get you some breakfast somewhere. And usually we find, like, hunt out these little holes that are good. And we talked about that. I don't know if we talked about the eating part on the air but why is it always we'll go somewhere when we're hunting and it don't matter it can be deer hunting duck hunting whatever it doesn't matter and we'll eat somewhere but man it's the best food of your life it's like okay because here's the deal because you're always starving because you're starving to death <laughs> right and then you'll go by you like take somebody there like you'll be in the you're same like, man, town. This, this I'll, I'll be out of town awesome. working like, yeah. oh hey man well, this little cafe over here she's fire buddy and then you go and you're like, man, this ain't very good. <laughs> it's know? happened to us a million. We had the, there was a gas station up at Palm de Terre and it was called Hobos. And anybody that's been up there, well, it used to have a little cafe in the back and it had a buffet and it was like six bucks all you could eat. Well, we would just mow this thing down when we'd get done duck hunting. They went out of business because of us. And we're like, oh my God, that food's the best. And uh, they went out of business and we walked in there one day and I'm like, man, what happened to the... She's like, well, we really didn't have very good demand for it, so we cut it down. And I'm yeah, like, like, nobody ever ate here. I'm like, oh, must not have been that good. <laughs> but man, like Matt said, when you're out there, you get up three o'clock in the morning, you hunt till ten. It's been a whole day already. Yeah. Like a lot of these people are just getting up and starting to go, and like we've been, it's like noon for us. Like it's halfway through the day. But I'll take Drakey this weekend. It's supposed to be nice and warm Saturday, so. I say nice. Supposed to be in the 40s. Right. Just better than... It was uh, 13 this morning when I was when I got to Palm de Terre. It was 9 when I left the house. And then went, by the time I got to the lake, it was 13, but the wind was blowing about 8. So it felt like 8 below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cold enough my mustache broke now, off. Did Part you, of my mustache did you, broke off. Did you take your heater with you in the kayak? No. Or? You know what, though? Me and Austin did last weekend when we were hunting because we hunted a spot. It was like Bush or that place we went to. Well, you about did it there. About spilled hey, the bean. wait a minute. If we talk real sweet to Matt, maybe he can edit that out. No, nah, it's all right. Anyways. That's all you get was a hint. That's it. That's it. Uh, There's a short walk like that. Yeah. We took Austin had that dual burner propane. He, right. We set that behind us. Drakey, he went with us because I didn't have the heart telling no guy. It's cold. And he was just, man, he's just broken hearted because I told him I couldn't go. Well, I couldn't sleep. I mean, I felt terrible. And I'm like, man. So I text Austin. I said, hey, did I see that heater in the back of your truck? He's like, yeah, it's in there. I was like, I've got another propane bottle. I said, we're not walking very far. I said, bring it with you. And we fired that thing up. And Drake, he just leaned back on. I mean, it was beautiful. It was 60 degrees over there. He tank. You know, he found out about it, so then he's over there. Right. I'm like, hey, get up here and pay attention, you know? And he's like, all right, move that heater a little closer to water, you know? Because as soon as he'd go get a duck, guys, it'd instantly freeze on him. Yeah. I mean, he would just turn white. And uh, he then he'd go over there and sit by the heater. Today, I told him he rode in the truck with me. I didn't make him ride in the back. Guys, he got, like, I didn't even get to uh, Max Creek, and he's, like, dying. Yeah, hot. Like, I had to roll the window down. It's 10 degrees outside. I had to roll the back window down because my dog's about to have a heat stroke. Yeah. Because he's just not been inside. He's been an outside dog. And it's not that I don't, I mean, I don't, if I, he can come inside. He just, he won't. He can't stand it. He, which is good because, I mean, he just doesn't get cold. When everybody, you'll watch them, they get to shaking and stuff. They're excited. They're not cold. I mean, I'm. they're cold. We're all cold. My hands are cold. Right. But. Like, I shot that 
the first bird this morning, I shot him and phew, right out there, got it. And then I shot two more and phew, like, I, I, I didn't have to tell him nothing. He, I've got him picking up decoys now, guys. He knows what's going on. Like when it's time to leave, he'll see me picking up decoys. And I'm not making this up. I'll have to, like, he goes out and picks decoys up now because he's ready to go home too. So he's a, guys, I, you don't, they say you don't get very many good dogs in your life, especially hunting dogs. And I believe it. And he's one of them. I mean, he's, I've, he's, I've seen him retrieve too. And you talk to any man and their dog's always the best. Oh yeah. Are you, if are you, you going to cross train him to be a antler dog too? I've thought about it. You know, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, we walked where we walked in. He's probably Justin getting too old for that. Yeah, he's about no, no. You're, it's never too old to train a dog. He's four years old. I said that wrong, by the way. Uh, today it was dark, and he was out. There was a cornfield behind me where I was hunting at, and I'm over there setting decoys up. And he was, I figured he had to take crap, so he goes out in the field and he's wandering around out there. And I thought, oh great, he's gonna something will get up, whatever. He'll find something, which he don't never go too far from me. So I'm letting him do his thing. And I get all, and I'm sitting there, and I could hear him coming through the brush. And boy, he was like struggling. But if he has a neoprene vest on, I thought, oh, he's got a stick hung in there or something. So I turned my light on and turned around. He's bringing a whole deer carcass through the timber to me. <laughs> he's got it by the back leg, and he's just, you know, happy as could be. And he's dragging this rotten deer thing. Yeah, look what I found. And I was like, put that down. You know, you're riding in my truck on the way home, which thank God it was 10 degrees outside. It didn't stink or nothing. But he had her, and he was just proud as a peacock. Like he found, look what I found, Dad. Look at this. What is that? You know, that's cool. <laughs> look at this big old duck. <laughs> So I, he he might be all right with the deer horn thing. I I'll probably take which that's something we'll take us a little break here for a minute and then we'll come back. Maybe we'll talk a little shed hunting because it's kind of getting that time of the year. But that's something I'll probably take him with me just to let him run around. But uh, all right, well we're gonna take us a quick break here, guys, and when we come back, maybe we'll talk about finding some deer horns. Hi folks, this is Matt Smith of Ozark Traditions TV. I hope you are enjoying this OTTV podcast. When you're not listening to the team members discuss hunting strategies and telling stories, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch your favorite episodes there. And while you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and give us a like. Thanks for listening to this week's OTTV podcast. Hunting with my family, who could ask for more? All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, next week, we're kind of getting into the shed season here where people are starting to get out and look for some sheds and stuff. So next week, we've got a pretty cool guest coming on here. It's Ryan Melton with Ozark Mountain Shed Dogs. He's going to come on here, and we're going to talk to him kind of how he goes about finding the deer horns. And he uses, uh, I know a lot of people nowadays, the dogs are a real popular deal yeah. to find them. So to kind of pick his brain and figure out about how all that goes down. I know he does a lot of competitions and stuff like that. So it would be cool to hear about all. I mean, something that I don't really know a lot about. I mean, I've found some deer horns just like everybody just farting around turkey hunting or even, yeah. I mean, I've actually went out and found them going to feed cows, you know, truck tires, tractor tires, stuff like that, you know, and I found them going deer hunting this year. I found I'm kind of curious to find out about the the competitions. That's what I'm interested to hear about. So, like I said, we'll have him on here for next week's episode. So that'll be an interesting deal to kind of because I know I knew they did them, which they've about got a competition for everything now. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, there is a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to get into detail about Ryan, but he's going to tell us some stuff we probably wouldn't even think about. Yeah. Well, and there, and you know, there's a lot of different things out there now that people, which I think it's cool. I mean, you've got, I've been to the, well, I've never been, but I got friends that do a lot of the trial dog, rabbit dog stuff, the coon dogs. I don't, I know it's probably not as popular as it used to be, but there's still some guys that, I mean, I'm sure it's still pretty popular. It's the, the coon dog is still probably pretty popular. Um, I'd say they get a little more love than like the rabbit dog guys. Yeah. Well, I know they spend a lot more money on them than they do. Well, I say that. I don't know. I've seen guys spend a lot of money on well, beagles. Well, they're, they're twice the size of the rabbit dogs. What do you expect? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pound them out like cattle, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> except, but, except the heavier you get, the worse you get. And like me, 
I'm a big waterfowl dog, so I'm a Labrador guy. Which now, isn't that kind of the go-to for the shed hunting? Yeah, I think a lab is yeah. pretty, your go-to dog. Well, I mean, they ain't, ain't out there using winter dogs, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> no. uh, I actually, I actually think Ryan has got two shed dogs. We'll let him talk about them. Yeah. Well, I, the reason that a Labrador would be so popular is they've got one of the best nose out of a lot of the dogs, and plus their retriever. So if they find the shit, like a beagle dog, you'd probably train him to sniff one out. I don't know how but fair But to bring it be. to you thing would be kind of a deal. So like a Labrador, I could see like find them and bring them to you. Because I know Tank, like I said, he brought me a whole dead deer this morning. He likes bringing stuff to me. <laughs> right, he's all about it. He, he picks decoys up. He does all of it. So it's just something Have you that, seen that, uh, that thing running around on Facebook at one time that said... Uh, Shed hunting is a consolation prize for not killing anything during season or something like that. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? No, but I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you find yeah. a big buck dead, then that sucks. It's like the people that post the pictures of deadheads are like, oh, he'll be better next year. Yeah, I give him another year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get, he'll he get. might grow some moss. That's about yeah. it. And it's hat. Yeah. I mean, I found a big deadhead last or this year. It was a big eight pointer that I've had some trail camera pictures of. So sometimes the shed hunting ends in heartbreak too. I mean, you don't always uh, find them like you want to, but we'll get into that next week with, uh, with Ryan and I'm anxious to talk to with him a little bit about that. Uh, we're, we're slowly trans, you know, slowly sliding into the fishing part of the times now. Like, I know here in Missouri, uh, March 1st, the trout seasons, we got two, two, three, do we have three trout parks in Missouri? I know we got Bennett, and then there's the one. Montauk. Montauk, Montauk there it, it is. But I feel like there's another one. The uh, Merrimack, isn't it? Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, they all, like uh, our trout, our catch and keep season opens March 1st. What about like Tanny Como? I think you can fish there all the time. These are just like the right the parks. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing, I'm seeing guys on uh, in the area in our local area. They're catching trout right now. Oh yeah, of, I could uh, I could take you to off a, rattle baits or whatever. So I could take you guys to a spot right now down at Bennett below the on the river part of it, and we can grab a couple rooster tails. And I promise you, go down there and catch as many as you want to catch. Yeah, I mean, these things are whoppers, too. Yeah, you, I usually catch, like, guys, I, I grew up five minutes from Bennett Springs State Park. I got so tired of catching trout, trout that I, and and it's, I hate saying that because they're so much fun to catch. And it's, you got so and tired it, of catching them, you started gigging them. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> Somebody I knew. But, like, the, the see, there's different ways to do it. Like, if you want to try to make it a challenge and you want to like fish with dry flies and you want to, you can do it that way and it makes it a challenge. Or if you just want to go down there and catch the heck out of them, like I said, you can buy you a, a rooster tails or something. That's what I always used and catch a bunch of them out of the parks. The genius has looked it up. Mountain Spring Park in Highlandville. So there's three of them then. Yeah. That's a, that's a pond, ain't it? Well, I know. Um, I don't know. I know up around St. Louis and stuff, they got some ponds, and when it gets cold like this time of year, they'll stock them. But they got to catch them all out of it because they won't survive through the summer because the water gets too warm. Right. But I'm talking like the. Well, this is a this is a trout park. Yeah, the trout park. So, and it's a big it's a big deal. You know, we're around this Bennett Springs area here. It gets a it's a big deal. So the big trout parks are Merrimack, Bennett. Montauk and Roaring Montauk, River. that's the one I was thinking of. Montauk's one that had the big rock fight. Yep. Made like national news. Yeah. My dad what was about? there. My dad was there for that. Yeah. You know, they, we're talking about state parks. There's also Rock Bridge down there in uh, southern part of Missouri. They got a lot of trout there, too. Yeah. There's a lot of it, all the trout fisher that are listening. Trout fisher. Trout fishermen. There's a lot of places, or if you're thinking about trying it, it's a lot of fun, guys. They are fun fish to catch. And like I said, it, you can do it different ways. Like if you want to try to dry fly fish them, it's a lot of fun. It's challenging. Uh, 
it's a finesse deal. I mean, it's patience. It's nerve wracking. You can tie, or you can go out there and flip you a, a wad of dough bait out and catch them. Uh, fish eggs, fish eggs, all that. I mean, the, the hey, now I've have, always heard, I don't know if it's true or not. Them fish eggs work really good in them fly only zones. Yes, very, very good. I've okay, watched that's guys, what I thought. I've watched guys catch them there before, and then well, they get, they get the, a visit from Mr. Green James. Mr. Crew Cut comes yeah, in there. comes in and says, hey, bro, what pictures, are you doing? All the pictures I've seen of people trout fishing, it looks uncomfortable being standing there shoulder to shoulder. Oh, the opening days is wild, man. Like, I've done multiple of them, and... I've seen it all, man. I've seen people fishing with 20-foot surf rods down there for trout that weigh a pound and a half. I've seen guys fishing with Zara Spooks with 25 people standing around. Like, <laughs> I've watched guys throw double-bladed wheel of bladed spinner baits. Like, and then I've seen old men getting fist fights over a spot. you know. And I've seen game hordens stand there and fish next to you all morning and then arrest the guy next to you. For using salmon eggs <laughs> yep. in a in a fly only zone. Yep. Like I I fished all day, guys, and I was just catching them and letting them go, and me and him talking all day. And when he's catching fish, I mean he's fishing, but he I noticed he kept watching this guy to my right, and I knew what the guy was doing, but I never said nothing. You know, the guy was catching fish and he was squeezing the eggs out of them, putting them on his hook, and he'd flip it over and catch them, but he wasn't keeping the, any of the fit. It was well. The guy's like, well, he's like, son, have a good day. You know, you've done pretty good. You know, I was like, yeah, you too. Well, then he goes up and he leans his fishing pole up on the bench, takes his vest off, and he puts takes his coat off, and he's got the, the he was, he was He was, as we like to say, flying the triangle. Yeah, he was incognito, and he went over there and got that guy. And I was like, oh, my God, I was fishing next to that guy for an hour, you know. But, I've, I mean, I've seen it all, and it's all it used, it's a lot of fun. And I know a lot of guys, it's a tradition. They got their spots. They get there at 3 o'clock in the morning, sit in the parking lot. I mean, it's I've seen it. There's guys that will get out there two hours before daylight and just stand in the water because they don't want nobody taking their spot. Oh, yeah. To go. Yeah, but don't don't some of them have to have a uh, meeting before they blow the horn? Don't they do that? They, they, have, a big, they have a big deal. Like, you can... The, as far as me and you, you can buy your tag the night before, so you don't. You could be in your spot. Uh, well, he's talking yeah. about don't they have a big meeting, and what he's thinking about is they have like ring the, the bell. Then the radio station's always there. TV KY three is usually it's the there. horn. They sound the horn. The governor or somebody usually will yeah. sound the horn. Yeah, and the reason why they do that is because that's a, they sell a lot of tags. Yeah, how many Bennett yeah. sell last year? Opening day. 1,709 tags. That was just at Bennett Springs State Park. Montauk was 1,793 tags. These are just opening day tags. Right. Roaring River, 1,956 tags. Opening day. (laughs) That must have been the best spot. Or the the biggest spot. I'm going to tell you that it had a little bit of hunting pressure on it down there at the Roaring River. (laughs) The fishing pressure. I mean... (laughs) You know what I mean? I, I don't know if anybody listening's ever been to Bennett Springs, but you put seventeen hundred people on that thing. There's not a lot of room for much, and and like there's guys fly fishing in this stuff, guys. Like, you know what's sad is I haven't done it since I was a kid. Though me and my dad, I mean my dad and my uncle Steve used to go down there and fish, and mm-hmm. they're always there for opening day and all that. And when I was little, I went and did it. You know, and thought it was cool, but when I got older, I'm like, man, these crappie are way better to eat. Well, that's the deal with me. Like, I I got so burnt out on the, and I'm not knocking them at all, guys. I had some of the, they're so much fun to catch because they fight hard. They really oh, do. Yeah. But I just got burnt out. I mean, I was going every day. I lived five minutes from there. It was just, and then when I moved to the lake, like Matt said, I got these crappie. Now they don't, they're good. To, oh my gosh, I have about forgot. I was walking through the bear market yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw this. And I get up to the front counter, and I don't know anybody listening. I, this is kind of off top. Well, not really. But it's fishing. I'm looking at the through the counter, and if anybody's seen those skins it deals that skins the crappie fillets for you, you pinch it tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, me and my yeah. brother-in-law is always at Bass Pro. We're always looking at them, and I'm like, man, that thing's pretty cool. And then you're like, 150 bucks? I don't think so. Like, it's just, you know, I've watched videos of them. They like take the rib cages and stuff out. They're cool. 
But I was like, man, I'll never spend 150 bucks on one of them. Well, I get up there. My wife's checking out all her crap she got at Bear Market. And I'm looking, and they've got, like, the see-through, like, a jewelry counter thing. And I look in there, and there's one of them deals, one of them skins it deals. I'm like, well, I'll be. You know, I was like, wow, I wonder what they want for that. You know, how many hundreds of dollars? And uh, I told that lady, I said, hey, can I check that out? She goes, yeah. And I, and I looked at they were 20 bucks, 1990 for this thing. And I'm like, what in the world? So... I was like, can I plug this in, see if it works, you know? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I plugged in it. And I was like, all right. I bought it. And I'm and Megan's like, what'd you buy that for? And then I looked him up on the internet. And she's like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, it was $19. She went from being an idiot to a genius. To a genius. Like that. So here's my deal. Drakey can help me clean fish now. Because you just, you just slide the deal and you pull the trigger and it. Whoosh. You watch it. We'll see. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Because I, I feel like I can... Faster than you can do it with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> well, I know I can. <laughs> right. I mean, I've cleaned like four of them. I just thought it'd be... I thought, I thought it was cool. And uh, Drake, so I'm going to have him. Because I'm pretty sure I got her down about, what, minute and a half? Yeah. Probably. I mean, guys... I'm skinning, I, I, a, I'm skinning a fish? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can fillet a crappie both sides in less than a minute. Yeah, I'd say. And probably easy. have the rib cage out of it. And I'm not bragging. I mean, those guys do it faster than I do. Right. I'd have to throw I'd have to throw it away because there wouldn't be nothing left of it. Oh no. oh no. No, 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 no. And <laughs> you gotta remember April around here, we keep the knives hot. Real hot. We, I mean, we clean it we clean a spoon wheel in about five minutes. Yeah. I really can. That's not a joke. Anybody goes fishing with this, I'll clean your fish for you. I'll show you. I cut my finger off in five minutes, too, but I can. (laughs) Speaking of cleaning things, I have the hardest time cleaning rabbits or a squirrel. You guys have a hard time cleaning squirrels? No, there's tricks to it, man. See, you just ain't been poor enough. Yeah. That's the deal. Well, I'll tell you what. How did you do it? How how did you go about doing it? Well, you know how they say you you start with the tail or whatever, and you start doing this or doing that, and you put your foot on the tail and pull up or whatever? Mm, I've never cleaned one like that. Well, however they say. Anyways, I guess I've got more more muscle than I think because I always rip the tail off. Yeah. What I always do, and, you know, everybody's got their own way of doing it, and now they're all right, you know. More than one way to skin a cat as they say what i do and i yeah. just kind of started doing this first part because i watched a guy do it is i get a bucket of water and i dip them in the water so their hair's not getting everywhere if you get them wet their hair won't get on the meat so bad and i cut a cut the head off cut the feet off cut the tail off and then i uh make a slit on their back yeah and then i i, I put fingers in a slit and you just pull both directions. Both directions, and it, whoosh, yeah, done deal. Got them, good to go. That's, that's how that's I do. How I, that's kind of how I skin my rabbits this weekend. Well, rabbits are an incision. Yeah, rabbits are so easy to skin that their no, skin. So I just don't even it, no incision. I just grab them and pull. So something different for me and Matt that Big Dave does is he guts his rabbits as soon as he shoots them, which I do now too. Right, I never seen this done like. He comes up to me, and I shot this rabbit. Well, I just shoved it in my deal. He's like, oh, you got to gut that first. I'm like, man, I ain't digging a knife out. And he's like, knife. And he comes up here, and I mean, just squeezes this thing, guts shoot out one of the legs, and we're on with our day. And I'm like, what the heck was that? And he's like, you've never done that before? And I'm like, no, man, you just blew my mind right there. I was like, you just shot all this stuff out the end of his leg. Like, He's like, oh, you just grab them, and, and they just scoot side out. and The other end of them. Right. On the exit. Slick. Way it, it slick. works, and they're gutted. They don't stink. They don't nothing. It's a pretty cool deal. I mean, it's... I It blew my mind. I mean, it's probably not good for... It ain't TV quality stuff, but it works. I mean, it's a fact of life. Man. Man's got to eat. It's B-roll. It's be, it's be well, I mean, nowadays you can't hardly put nothing on anything anymore. People get too offended by it. You can't hardly clean a fish on YouTube anymore without somebody losing their mind. Karen, I mean, they're making plant-based hamburgers and hot dogs nowadays. Like <laughs> plant-based. The only plant-based I'm eating is, I guess, if 
whatever I'm eating was eating a plant. That's you what, know what I'm saying? thinking. Like mine was plant based too. I'm sure it ate something at one time that was a plant. We we as hunters eat the most healthiest food there is. Sixty percent. I mean, I, well, I, I, not I, in moon pies. I don't know. <laughs> I, I dabble with the zingers and that's no, like, but I, I definitely agree with oh, you, Justin. Yeah. I definitely got on this zinger kick. I don't know what the deal is. The vanilla ones? They're good. I mean, you wouldn't, to look at me, you wouldn't think it, but I've eaten a zinger before. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're not bad. See, like, it's duck season. I got these snack deals going. And, uh. As as zinger? You've never had, Justin, come on Lord have mercy. Come on now. What? No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I okay. see hundreds of them every week. I can't say, don't you drive a food truck, man? Yeah, Come on say, now. You've hauled a zinger. <laughs> you've accidentally, what? if you know what I mean, broke so a, broke a box open. Here's the deal. A zinger is a Twinkie with icing on it. I, I'll i be honest with you. There's places where I get free zingers. I'm just saying. I'm not saying I've ate them. Wait a minute. But I get whoa, 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 whoa. Circle back. <laughs> back up. Reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. You can get free zingers and you ain't been telling us about this. Oh, you're man, the per- you're the telling me you've my- been sponsored by Zingers and you ain't told us nothing? That's one oh, sponsorship yeah, I can get behind right there. Yeah, Little yeah. Debbie uh, Snack Cakes. If they this want. portion of, the, of Ozark Jason's TV podcast is brought to you by Little, Little Debbie, Debbie Snack, Snack Cakes. cakes. <laughs> some of the places I've been. Hello, diabetes. Like, here I come. It's some, it's some of the perks of being what I'm doing what I get to do is I get to go eat some of these things i get sometimes i get a couple of boxes sometimes i get one pack it, it just kind of varies yeah i mean I hey we were working I, in the middle of town up there by the real estate office which i'm, I'm talking to matt here guys i'm sorry but we, i was working in town here in camden and uh the coca-cola guy pulls out of the parking lot where they left one of their side doors open wait a minute it wasn't the coke no man? it was like the okay. actual coke man okay which you know what i'm glad you said that Cause I got to give Denny Walters a, a shout out. That guy is our biggest fan. The Coke Man. The Coca Cola Man. If you guys get on Facebook, look up the Coca Cola Man. Coke Man. Denny, if you're listening, man, I'm. I ain't forgot. We about appreciate you. you. We love you to death. He is. I mean, he's the first man on there commenting. He listens to all this stuff. He's the Coca Cola Man. And I mean, he's serious about it. Big time Chiefs fan. Big Ozark Traditions fan. I mean, he's just all around, just a good guy. So check him out. Check him out on there. Get on Facebook and look up the Coca-Cola man. But anywho, the guy pulls out of the parking lot and one of the side doors is open and dumps soda just plumb all over the place. Well, they just roll on, you know. Well, boys, I I walked out there and grabbed me a handful of sodies, like airs of Dr. Peppers and stuff. <laughs> right. and, and Billy's like, oh, look at that. And, like, me and this other guy were out there, and I come with I had a couple monsters. Like, it was just... It was like... It was like being at a parade, picking up candy. Right. People's running them over, and they're exploding all up the side of their cars <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Parks are, parks are working in town. Now if I could just get a Little Debbie snack, truck to, snack cake truck to do that. I know. Well, I ain't going to get that story. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I, if anybody from Little Debbie's listening, we'd take a sponsorship. Right. <clears throat> We're well, not much of a product-pushing deal. But I feel like Little Debbie's, we could get behind that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be all right with that. Dude, I'm going to tell you something about Little Debbie's. If you have never ate one that has been, you know how you can stick them in the microwave and warm them up? Nope. They ain't never making no microwaves. Oh, well, try that one sometime. But if you ever get a chance to get one that's like just packed and still a little bit warm, oh. Wait, hold on a minute. Wait, uh, wait, just just wait one minute here. Now, Justin, did you say did it get one that's just been fresh packaged and still warm? Yeah, like from the Little Debbie factory. Yeah, those people have right, mercy. Them are some disciplined people. That's what I'm saying. Oh man, could you, you imagine when you, pull, when you pull into that facility? I'm not going to tell you where the facility's at. I figure it's high security. It's got to yeah. be. They got to have like razor wire fence and stuff around that. I'm telling you, that place, well, I go busting in there like too late, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying this, but when you walk, when you go into that facility, there, there's a couple of them, but this is the one I go to all the time. There's four uh, train carts full of chocolate. <laughs> 
and flour right there in your cool end. So just imagine the smell of that. So what you're then telling you me is out at the guard then shack, we, they're giving away free insulin and stuff for all the diabetics. <laughs> Lord help them. Just because of the smell. Then when you make a turn to go back to the load, you can smell them cooking. Oh. And it's like, oh, no, man. <laughs> I'm starving to death here, you know. It's like so, Christmas in July. I don't know how they can do it. Like, how then can you, you work then you, uh, then you got to go to the bathroom, and the bathroom's two miles away. Well, guess what's over at the bathroom? Free snack cake. So you make the journey over there. Are they hiring? <laughs> I'm sure. Who is it? Yeah, but we get fired in a week. Yeah, but it'd be worth <laughs> it. All we had to do, though, all we had to do is work like the week before snagging season. Yeah. The week before turkey season. Load up. Yeah. Because I feel like. Like an iced honey bun would be amazing straight up out the deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. You come on. Hey, the, oat, the oatmeal cream pie fresh oh. off the deal. Come on one time. Any of it, when, man. Like the zingers. Of, the z- oh. Man, we got to circle back to yeah, hunting no. or something. We're going we gonna to fall down a rabbit hole. Hang on. Hang on. I, I, I got one more. I feel I like got one more. a deep fried zinger. Or not a deep, like when, an air fryer. When I used to go up north all the time to these big milk plants, well, ice cream plant. We got free ice cream too. That's a pretty good deal. Get I'm ice saying. cream sandwiches and stuff. Oh yeah. I like ice. I like drumsticks. Ice cream sandwich. Yeah, I got. I had some of those too. I like the drumsticks. I think the most. You with the little peanuts on the outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A little caramel on the inside. But it's right, kind of hard to take to the deer stand for a snack because they melt before they get there. Not this time. Yeah. I eat them before they get there. We don't yeah, melt, melt before they get there. That's <laughs> no no time to melt. Yeah. All right, we better get back to some hunting or fishing. Anyways, gotta have your snacks. I mean, you can't. It's a staple. You can't stay out there and stay focused on killing stuff if you're not. Yeah, how, how you gonna focus if you're not? You know, fully charged and ready to go i mean anyways we'll go back to hunting so fishing I, we call it fishing season there's no such thing but whenever we're not hunting we fish that's just how it works for us me and matt we got the snagging season coming up in march we're gonna be real hot and heavy on that now little birdies told me that them crap eyes they're always biting people let's just get that out in the open February, I've seen me and Matt do some damage on some crappie before. It's mm-hmm. a secret spot. Can't talk about it. Can't tell nobody. But we was buying them. We had a couple of them. We was just talking about it the other night. We got a couple of them $20 dock, them Shakespeare fishing poles from Walmart. The, what were they? The micro spins? Yep. Everybody's got one. Four foot six. Yep. Little bitty thing. Nothing fancy. And me and Matt was literally, I had a boat and it wouldn't idle. Or that's all it would do is just idle. idle. It wouldn't, you couldn't get it like the stator was out or whatever. It wouldn't get up on plane. Nothing. Well, we would just put in across the lake from this disclosed location. And there was a big condo dock there where they were building these condos, but they already had a dock there. Well, these crappie were just loaded on this thing. And we, every day for like a week, we'd go over there and just smoke them. And I mean, biggins. And it was cold. Oh my God, it was cold. Yeah. So we really wasn't worried about the boat not. Getting on plane. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't an issue. Had to break ice to get over there a couple times. Well, we was putting in at this guy's this older guy. I don't know, I'm gonna say nothing to give it away, but his had a boat ramp. And he and he just he thought we was windy. We kept telling him we was catching these crappie lemon it out. And he's like, No, I ain't no way. Me and my buddy went the other day and we didn't even catch a fish. He said, You boys lying, he said you're just he said, you're just getting out here drinking beer, getting away from your wives. And we're that's like, no, no, man, we're catching these fish. He said, nah, ain't no way. No way, he said. And then that's when Matt's like, well, kick a lid open on that live well then. And he opened it and he goes, oh, what the heck are you guys doing? No, I'm not. And we're like, well, you know, you ain't holding your mouth right. That's how you always got to tell people. Cause, right. And, uh, but there was like a week straight there, February. We was, and like, really guys, like here, at like the Ozarks and a lot of the other Winter time is a really good time to catch crappie. I mean, I know everybody thinks of spawn in the springtime, which here coming up, we'll get some guys on here that we got Bobby loves a good friend of ours. He's a big time crappie. I mean, he's the crappie guru, him and the old ninja eyes. Uh, 
we got a couple guys to do a little bass fishing. We can talk with them. I know Andy's getting tuned back in. He was practicing. He must be planning on going out, and I don't know what he's got going on this year. I know he's going to fish professionally again, but or I'd say I guess it was he. Yeah, I mean he's pro. I mean he's getting a paycheck, so yeah. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming up for the fishing world too. I mean we we do it all. We try to do it all. We, we dabble. We know some guys that do the spoon build things. So we'll try to get them on here and talk with them a little bit about. They're kind of I don't know, man. They're kind of Hollywood, so they you gotta have little Debbie snack cakes. Hey, before we go, I gotta mention something. Yeah. This past week, this past weekend, they had the Clips and Connor Memorial Coyote Hunt. Remember that guy? The yeah. Listeners, we had a guy on a few weeks ago. They had a hundred teams entered in that, and they had seventy-seven coyotes killed, nine bobcats, and four foxes for ninety predators for all. They, I think, they had six places that 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 day. That's a pretty good tournament. Right yeah, there. that's pretty good. That's and that was for a good cause and all that. So that's good to hear that that they had yeah. a good turnout and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and if and, anybody listening, if there's an event like that or anything, and you'd like us to give them a shout out on here, just message us on the Facebook page and we'll, we'll definitely be more than happy to talk about it a little bit and maybe do all we I mean, can especially, do to help. Especially like this one was a good one because they even had two, I think it was two guns that was gave away from Hunt Long Range <laughs> right there local. You know, I think they were Creedmoors, but they were custom built rifles. I think a youth got one and an adult one one. Yeah, they looked so. like nice guns. Yeah, they did. Well, and like I said, anytime something for a good cause like that turns out good, that's what, you know, that's the, most of the time around this part of the country, you know, when you get away from all the fake stuff, everybody comes hey, together and, and does stuff like that. So, And if, if you guys, if the listeners have something like that and it's in our area, and heck, you guys can call us. We'll come out. Yeah. You know, we may not. We may just come out and visit with you. We probably won't hunt because, you know, we don't. We don't want to win everything. But uh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, we'd be. We'd come out and talk, visit. Yeah. And like I said, anybody's got something they'd like for us to talk about or get a shout out or anything, just feel free to message us. I mean, we read the messages. Most, I mean, some one of us will. Well, Matt helps us. I mean, we sound out the bigger words best we can, but you know, <laughs> we get through it. We get through really, it. really. The guy behind the board does all this. We're just, we're just here. Yeah, I'd say I've uh, taken over the eye candy part, but we ain't got. You can't see me, so you just gotta imagine. And I'm mad. You're imagining he looks better than what he does. That's what I'm saying. I'm a great specimen. What what the guy from Jeremiah Johnson say? Fine specimen of a man. Yeah, great hunter. Great hunter. That's great all you hunter. need to know That's for now. Need. That's it for now. Right. So when you guys listen to this, just think, boy, that TJ. He must be a damn good looking guy. TJ and, is the voice of the OTTV podcast. And one heck of a hunter. I mean, he'll never kill nothing, but he's got to be a heck of a hunter. I mean, well, let that. All right, we can end it right there. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> no, we have a good time on here, guys. So, but next week we're gonna have Ryan on here with the Ozark Mountain Shed Dogs. We'll talk a little bit about that. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll be talking about how the Chiefs beat the Bengals and going to the Super Bowl. Let's hope that'll be interesting. Man, that's gonna be pitiful if the Bengals beat the Chiefs, ain't it? Not really. They're a pretty good football team. I mean, it's going to suck, but don't drink. But anyway, don't, don't talk about that, Ricky Bobby. They're going to win. Hey, for the listeners, head over and leave us some reviews on Apple and all these other places. I found some other places we were at today, but I can't remember what they was. You can put us in the Google search bar, Ozark Tradition TV Podcast, and I, there was like six or seven places where we popped up. You can listen to us at. And, well, wherever you're listening to it, just make sure you leave us a review and that, be, be that kind. Way we know. All right, yeah. You know, tell the truth. <laughs> we can take it. But no, seriously, and everybody, it, it, it helps us know that what we're doing is actually getting out to people and you guys are enjoying it. We're hoping so. And we're, if you enjoy it, 
And if you if you listen to it on Facebook and enjoy it, share it. We'll see it. We'll know. So well, and all we it's may, uh, all it's going to do is help us get this thing going. Get out, joke around with people, meet new people, talk with all you guys, keep the Ozark tradition alive. I mean, that's our whole point here. So we're gonna keep on trucking no matter what happens and whatever happens. What we just we're gonna keep her going. So make sure you. Uh, let us know we're doing it the right way, hopefully, and that you guys enjoy it. So, But I think we're going to wrap her up for tonight. We're kind of running out of stuff to talk about. We'll end up back talking about Little Debbie Snack Cakes. We ain't careful, so we got to get out of here. But, that ain't, uh, that ain't all bad. Like I said, next week we'll have Ryan on here and we'll talk some shed horn hunting. So anybody interested in that, or if you have anything you'd like us to ask him, send us a message. We'll, we'll see what we can do. So. From all of us here at Ozark Traditions TV, guys, we thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. The Ozark Traditions TV podcast crew would appreciate it if you leave a five-star rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps so you don't miss an episode. And also, be sure to check out our hunting episodes on our YouTube channel, and don't forget to subscribe. While you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and click on the follow and like button to see what the Ozark Traditions TV crew is up to. Ozark Traditions TV would like to thank you for joining in to this week's podcast. Be sure to tune in on our next weekly podcast as we bring the outdoors inside. From all of us at Ozark Traditions TV, we thank you for listening. And remember, if you see us out in God's country, stop us. We'd like to meet you.